Welcome to another episode of Believe Me, which is, of course, brought to you by our friends and sponsors over at Bet Online. Head on over to betonline.ag for the latest lines, odds, news, and developments. And upon your first deposit, use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for a 50% welcome bonus on any deposit between $50 and $1,000. Bet Online, it's where the games begin. All right, time for another episode of Believe Me. That's Brandon Lang, the career handicapper. That man is Cordell Stewart, the former Pro Bowl NFL quarterback. I'm your host, Joe Serralo. Gents, let's dive in. You both had great weeks a week ago. Both of you won four games. Brandon, you went four and two. Cordell, you went four, one, and one. It was a week of home dogs. Bears, Jags, Cordell, you were on the Lions as a home dog. Gentlemen, how are we feeling coming off last week? Brandon, since you're back in the win column, let's start with you. How did he go four and one and one and I went four and two? How, what, 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 what? <laughs> he had uh he had Tampa Bay minus three, which was a push. His only loss. You, you, hold on. I bought it up to three and a half. Yeah, that's yeah, a that, that's a win. That's a so win. You hey, win that. That's hey, a win for you. Don't, don't so, say me, Brent. You lost you lost the Packers and you both lost the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. I said it. And then someone, I won the line. Okay. So forget about it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, you know, Brandon's out here acting like I don't go back and rewatch the tape and do a little right. film study that and part. make sure I get <laughs> I, I know if I get it wrong, you're going to come for me, man. Trust me, I ain't getting it wrong. <laughs> All right, Slash. You and Al Pacino in the background back there. You need to get your lives together. Let's go. Yeah, yeah it would have came for me. Al Pacino engraved in the baseball bat. I'm sure that's how Brandon handles his business. Michael Corleone <laughs> and Bar and uh, and uh, Luca Brasi is coming after you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Gentlemen, let's dive in. We got a fresh slate ahead of us. Let's stay in the wing column. We're going to start with a game across the pond, not over in England, but over in Germany. The Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got some early morning football on Sunday. And the Bucks, despite being four and five on the season versus the six and three Seahawks, the Bucks are two and a half point favorites in this one. Slash, let's start with you. Who do you like in this game? Well, I tell you what, you know, Tampa has truly struggled, but found ways to win in the latter part of the game. Mm-hmm. Seattle has a way with Geno, actually Smith, that is, the new quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, is really playing like he's been around for a very long time. Um, I don't know for sure if Tampa would be able to have that type of a game and have a chance to win against the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, if you look at the games that they've actually had an opportunity to win, what, they failed seven straight games when it came to covering. That, that's a lot of games to lose. Now, they may have come away with a dub when it comes to covering. They have not. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks in this game. I think Geno Smith and company are really playing outstanding football right now. Lockett is doing a great job of catching the ball in the end zone, making miraculous catches. I'm going with Geno and, and the momentum that they have. Neutral field. Cordell's going with the underdog. Brandon, like he said, Tampa Bay has not covered seven straight games. They covered their first two, won their first two, have not covered a single one since. And Seattle, five and two against the spread as an underdog. Which side you on here, B-Lang? Cordell says, Seattle. Blue horseshoe loves Anacott Steel. The numbers say Seattle. Tom Brady over in Germany. As a single man. Ooh. 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 Although I'm not in the German when I'm in the Ukraine winning, but whatever floats your boat. Eventually, the bubble has to burst. And every once in a while, you get a huge disparity in quarterbacks. Tom Brady, Geno Smith. Geno Smith picked six last week. As Cordell knows as a quarterback, you develop tape. 
you develop tape and tendencies, and then you start to gear up against those tendencies. So I'm going to lose with Tom Brady before I try to win with Geno Smith. And back-to-back, on the road, after a divisional game, give me the GOAT, minus two and a half. Ooh, all right. Some disagreement off the start. You know, I, I like this better. Last week, you guys were singing Kumbaya a little too much, getting along on too many picks. I like this better, mm-hmm. and I like Slash's pick here. I, I like the Seattle Seahawks. Loser. I like the underdog status. You know, I know, Brandon, you, you're talking about losing with Tom Brady before you win with Geno. Geno, statistically, is a top three quarterback alongside guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen this year. You look at quarterback rating. Geno is, you know, call him what you want. I know at the end of the day, a lot of people will still say, hey, he's Geno Smith. Geno Smith's one of the best quarterbacks in football right here, right now this yes, season. Yes, he is. I'm going to go with Cordell and the Seahawks, 5-2 and two against the spread as an underdog. I like a money line in this one. Let's look, go, Joe. Look at Let's his go, Joe. Petition. <laughs> look at his competition. Hey, Tampa Bay cannot move the ball, man. I, I mean, it took, him, it took him 59 minutes and 15 seconds Let's to move the ball against the Rams. Wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> Brandon's off his rocker today. Let's yes, get to the next is. game. Is Russ going to cook in Nashville? Broncos, Titans in Tennessee. Tennessee is a two and a half point favorite in this one. It's a juicy line if you're on the favorite side. Brandon, which side are you on? What did I tell you a couple of weeks ago? The only thing Russell Wilson is cooking is that crap. That's the only thing. You're going to spoon in some aluminum foil, Sierra. <laughs> Get out of here with that line of congrats cooking that crap. Just because he came back against Jacksonville, whoop-de-doo. What I saw from the Titans on Sunday night against the Chiefs with a backup quarterback, I saw a defense that was flying to the ball. I saw a defense that took it to another level, and I believe Tannehill will be back, but even if he's not, I like the Titans at home at the value number of minus two and a half. I just think what I saw on Sunday night, I love Mike Vrabel as the coach. I don't trust Nathaniel Hackett. I don't trust Raskogonak. Crack! I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Cordell, baby, which side are you on here? Titans minus two and a half, or is Russ going to write the ship? Unfortunately for the show, I have to rival with him on this one, with Brandon on this one. Uh, Truthfully. Uh, I mean, I, I know it's, I mean, I like to do a show where, you know, we can, Give them some excitement, but I got to be real right here. I mean, yeah. this defense is playing really good football overall, but when it comes to stopping the run, the 25th, 21st in the National Football League, and, and, and Henry is actually averaging per game 135 yards a game, and they're eighth in the National Football League when it comes to rush offense. So I just think with Willis being a part of this, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to be playing again. You know that's what Mike Vrabel's going to lean on. They're just going to ground and pound. We saw what they did against Kansas City, slowing the game down, being in it, but yet wasn't enough. I think they do the same thing against this Broncos team that cannot score any touchdown whatsoever. I mean, they have games that are 12 to whatever and scoring nine points, 11 points. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Titans with the two with the uh, two and a half. You will remember the Titans. That's I'm right. with both of you, gents. To me, this is the game of the week. Tennessee minus two and a half between how hot the Titans are, between the value. You know, people want to point to Denver's second-ranked overall defense, but their defense, Cordell, to your point, ranks just 21st stopping the run. Tennessee, you know their game plan. They're going to run it down your throat, and they're going to say, try to stop us, man. No one can mm-hmm. stop them. They have now covered six straight. They've won five out of their last six since their 0-2 start. Mike Vrabel is one of the best coaches in football. Uh, yep. I mean, we're all in agreement on this one. Titans minus two and a half. Like I said, for me, 
game of the week. Let's move on to Lambeau Field. The Dallas Cowboys heading up to Green Bay. Gents, this is the first time Mike McCarthy and Aaron Rodgers will be on opposing sidelines. And the Cowboys are five-point favorites. It's a little bit of a weird number. Cordell, starting with you, how do you see this game unfolding? Yeah, you, you would want Aaron Rodgers to actually show Mike McCarthy that uh, he's a pretty darn good quarterback considering he's not there in Green Bay anymore. But I think McCarthy actually did the right thing to leave and go to Dallas. Right now you have Aaron Rodgers, who's actually out of the last nine times, beat them eight times and covered seven of those eight that they actually beat the Cowboys. But I don't think that's going to happen this time. I think there's just too much firepower with the Dallas Cowboys. They're more, the unit is more, there's a more cohesive unit. I just think in Green Bay, Aaron doesn't know who to throw it to. He doesn't know actually how to get comfortable and being the star that we know he can be and is. Right now, they're trying to figure it out. I'm going with Dallas, a team that has the momentum and Dak Prescott and company. Oh, Cordell, 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 Cordell. Listen up. Say my name, baby. Say it. Let's go. <laughs> Men lie. Women lie. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Dak Prescott is 0-7 against the spread in his career as a favorite of less than six points against NFC North opponents. Dallas Cowboys are 1-6 against the spread last seven in this series. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. Aaron Rodgers, 9-1, straight up against the spread in his NFL career after the Packers have scored 10 points or less in their previous game, including 4-0 straight up against the spread in non-division games. Discount double check plus the points. Packers, live home dog. Okay, Brandon, so here, here's my question for you then, because you just threw a lot of really interesting and sometimes oddly specific numbers out there. So my question is, if you look at more recent sample sizes, I know Aaron Rodgers has owned Dallas throughout the course of his entire career. But since 2019, you've got Green Bay, who has been one of the best teams in football, if not, I believe the best team in football since 2019 against the spread at home. This year, toss that out the window, completely opposite situation. Now on the flip side, Dallas, the last two years, Best team in football against the spread, 19-7. and seven. So I know Dak historically has struggled against Green Bay, against the NFC North. But the last two years, Dallas has been an absolute covering machine. Seeing mm -hmm. the two very different directions these teams are going in this year, doesn't that make you think that maybe some of those old stats don't apply to the 2022 Green Bay Packers? Remember this. Remember this about the NFL. Sometimes you play to the level of your competition. They played their butt off at Buffalo. They played down to Detroit. They played down to the Jets. It takes some teams to get you motivated to step up and play your best football. I'm not saying Green Bay's got to win the game outright, but you're getting Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay at home getting more than a field goal. It's a lot of points in the NFL. I'll take the five all day long. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You better run from this and mess around with Brandon. Yeah. You better stick with the Cowboys. I'm telling you. Full quarterback and he's got the voice of an angel. Believe me. That, just for that, I'm going to go with Cordell just because he broke That's out. That's what I'm talking about. Losers. Loser alert. Loser alert. Loser alert. <laughs> <laughs> 
All you got to do, I'm an easy guy to win over. Break out in song and my heart melts. (laughs) Let's head over to Sunday Night Football. The Chargers, the Niners, SoCal versus NoCal, and the 49ers. Despite being just a 500 team, 4-4 and on the season, 4-4 and against the spread as well, they are full touchdown favorites at home. Seven-point favorites. Cordell, starting with you here, who do you like in this game? I'm sticking with the Niners on this one. Uh, Right now you have the number one ranked defense in the National Football League. That recipe is a recipe to say, hey, offense, let's just move the ball, keep the chains moving, burn out the clock, make their offense have to rush. That's a philosophy that's been around for years. And teams that had that philosophy more times won than not having chances to get to a championship. Pittsburgh still is organization. The Giants in its era when they had Eli Manning and making great runs, even the Denver Broncos with Peyton Manning and even his team in Indianapolis. Think about when he had Rhodes and a die in the backfield. What were they doing best? They were running the football. But now in 49er land, you have Christian McCaffrey. That's like a toy for Coach Shanahan. You see what he's doing. He's throwing touchdowns. He's catching them. He's running them. I just like what this 49ers team has in place when it comes down to what teams are looking for to go up against because it's different than we've seen in a very long time, and it's helping Jimmy Garoppolo. I like this this 49ers team and what they have right now in place against this Chargers team that I don't know for sure we even have an identity for them when it comes to playing up against a team that's a dynamic as a 49 Brandon, where do you lay on this one, man? Are you going with Cordell and the home team by a full touchdown, or are you taking the touchdown dog in the Chargers? I ain't saying I'm going with Cordell Stewart because he's Stewart. <laughs> he threw a Hail Mary to beat Michigan. Let's he wears, go! He wears that hat every week, and he was not pro. <laughs> he was, you know, the, the running quarterback before anybody else. I'm just going <laughs> to tell Jimmy Garoppolo is 7-0 against the spread, facing a opponent coming off a win. And last seven games, on Sunday night football, Chargers are one and six against the number. They're banged up. I mean, they are really banged up. And I'm always a proponent of going against the team back to back on the road. And at the end of the day, as much as I want to go with the Chargers here, I just have learned my lesson that with the Niners at home, the only team that the Niners can't beat at home is the Kansas City Chiefs, who absolutely own them. So for my dollar, although this is a very big number, I got to lay it. Buy it down to six and a half, get off the seven number, wow. and take the Niners. I just think the Chargers are too banged up right now. This was an agreement I did not see happening. I, I mean, personally, I look at this and I love a team getting seven, uh, especially a team that in the Chargers is 4-0 and against the spread on the road this year. Uh, I mean, you know, when it comes down to, to you look at quarterbacks, Jimmy G, Justin Herbert, it's like, is Jimmy G going to be enough of a game changer to win this one by more than a full touchdown? I think the Niners win, but that's a big number. I would say my advice, the, the experts, they're on the same page with the Niners. I would say keep an eye on that injury report. You're not going to want to play this one until a few minutes before kickoff. I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on record just like I did last week with the Titans. And although it didn't work out, I will mm-hmm. say this. If Keenan Allen plays... I like the Chargers plus the points. I'll buy the half point, the seven and a half, and I'll ride a die. Listen, Mike Williams didn't play, and Keenan Allen didn't play last week. They are monsters. So if I get one of those two in the lineup, yeah, I'm going Chargers by the half point to seven and a half. If both are going to miss again, 
then I'll buy it down to six and a half and I'll lose with the Niners. How's that? That's fair. That's fair. Hey, let's take it from Sunday night football to Monday night football. The commies from DC heading to Philly to take on the Eagles and the Philadelphia Eagles are 10 and a half point favorites in this one. It's a wacky number. We saw the bills on Sunday night football a couple weeks ago, 10 and a half point favorites against green Bay looked like they had it in the bag. One by 10 Cordell. Will the Eagles beat Washington by 11 or more, or can the commies keep it close? Man, it's, you know, it's like when watching the Eagles, you can assume they can score whatever they want to score. But the Commodores, the Commanders, I'm sorry, the Commander Commodores, let's sing that song, baby. The the (laughs) Commanders have ways to score points unconventionally, right? And and, and it could be one of those games like we've seen early in the year. I think it was Kansas City. I can't think of who they were playing against. And they're right there on the borderline of, of actually covering and actually winning, but they end up scoring a touchdown. They end up being like two or three points or whatever that caused it to be out of whack. I'm still going with the Eagles. I'm going to go ahead and ride with the Eagles. I just, I just think they go out and, and, and really put the stamp down on how they want to play this game. I don't think they have enough in, in, with the commanders. I just don't think they have enough. I think this team is really hot. I think special team scores. I think defense scores. And of course, I think the offense scores at will. The commanders aren't as bad as this seems because they do make really good plays and they play some good ball in, ball in spurts, but not enough against a team as that is as high as power as the Eagles. I'm going to stick with that, with, with the uh, minus 10 and a half with the Eagles. Brandon, how about you in this one? They are going to get absolutely blown out. Blown out. Blown out one more time say it with me blown Blown out out. you're the eagles you go on the road you face the texans you should have beat them by four touchdowns you kind of let them hang around you've had the extra prep time this game reminds me a lot of the minnesota philly game on monday night where the final was 24-7, Philly jumped out 24-0, Cousins was forced to play from behind, running game was taken out of the equation, and they just teed off on him. He threw three picks, he looked absolutely horrible. Washington had that game won last week, up 17-7 with the ball. Heineke throws over the middle too high, pick, ran back to the 15. That led to the avalanche of 14 points before he could blank. I had Washington, bought it up to three and a half, got lucky to get a win there, but the bottom line is this. I don't trust Taylor Heineke on the road against this team. 8-0, this defensive front, this defensive secondary. If he plays well enough to beat me, so be it. But the, I will be shocked if the Eagles don't win this game by 14 or more. Philadelphia Eagles 8-0 on the season. At home against the spread, 4-0. and And Washington uh, since 2017 in divisional games. 10 and 21 against the spread. The worst mark against a team's mm-hmm. own division in the National Football League. Both experts are on the Eagles minus 10 and a half. Game of the week time, gentlemen. Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh. Big question mark here surrounding Josh Allen. He's dealing with a UCL injury. That's a much more common baseball injury, of course, than football injury. It's what leads to Tommy John surgery in baseball. The Bills are three and a half point favorites. Obviously, Josh Allen's a huge question mark. Brandon, how do you bet this game? Hmm. Or without Josh Allen, his best friend Brad is being held up in the mountains by gamblers, and Josh had to play bad and not cover the last two weeks to save Brad's life. Because <laughs> that's, that's what it seemed like. That's the only <laughs> explanation I can give you for the picks that he's thrown in the last two weeks in the red zone. The Jets was atrocious. The two against 
the week before against Green Bay, especially the one down at the two-yard line yeah. was atrocious. He has digressed. You're talking a guy that we talked about earlier this year here on the show about he had the MVP in his back pocket after four weeks, and he has regressed. I mean, he's a hot stripper that's gained 100 pounds in the last month. She can't even <laughs> the day shift. That little Lord. for crying out. She's the weakest. I don't I just, I don't trust the guy. Minnesota just figures out a way to get it done. What did we learn about the Buffalo Bills against the Green Bay Packers? What did we learn? What can't they stop? The run, boys. The run. Cook all night long. Take the three and a half. Cordell? Lay the the wood, Cordell. Minnesota, huh? Lay the wood. Well, I mean, mean, you know, Case Keenum, who was a guy that I loved when he was in Minnesota, not knowing why they got rid of him because he played so well, and they got rid of him for Kirk Cousins. And then on the show, we've had conversations about Kirk Cousins, right? I remember that guy named Brandon over there. He's saying that, you know, he wouldn't do anything with Kirk. They were lucky. Woo, this, that, and the third. And now we're cooking. See, now we're cooking. Now we're drinking the Kool-Aid, too, by the way. So, you know, because of that, you know, I give you a chance. I'm all about giving people second chances. Josh Allen is really the piece to this puzzle that determines how this thing looks. Okay. But even if Josh Allen was playing, honestly, the way this defense is playing, the way Cook is running the ball, Kirk Cousins, the way he's handling his business very quietly, right? This team is playing outstanding football in a very quiet way. I'm going with the Vikings on the road there in Buffalo. I know you'd be a little upset about this one, Joe. I know you're a New Yorker guy, you know, and even though oh, you're a Hold on, hold on. I'm a Long like Island guy, man. Buffalo, that's, that's, you're talking like. You're a Long Island. I get it. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. Forget about it. Definitely not. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, th- this game's interesting. If Allen plays, I like the Bills minus three and a half. Not so much because of Allen. I think he does yeah. just enough, but because also that pass rush, I think is going to be in Kirk's face all night long. If Allen doesn't play, Forget the points. I like the Vikings money line in this one. And, and you'll lose value on the points if Allen doesn't play. But I like Minnesota money line if he doesn't. So, you, you know, this is another one. Just like what I said about the uh, the Chargers game with the injury report. Keep an eye on the injury report. Don't bet this mm-hmm. one early. Wait closer to game time. But I think if Allen plays that coming off a loss, I, I think that Buffalo is going to have a fire lit under them. And Minnesota, they really haven't had that tough of a schedule this year. Brandon? Healthier team. Healthier team. I see that people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, geez. On that note, if you can't stop the run, you're going to have problems against a running team. Shh, be careful. You can't stop the rain. On the that rain note, is going to come out. We've got singing. We've got dead people. Gents, yes, 20 seconds go. each. Give me that surprise play of the week. Brandon, we'll start with you. Louisville goes into Clemson plus seven and a half and beats the Clemson Tigers outright. Louisville's on the uptick. Four straight wins, four straight covers, all by double digits. Louisville, Cunningham, all day long. Clemson let down. No Dabo, no playoff. Oh, boy. Louisville, plus the points. Cordell, if you can do it in 15 seconds or less, you'll be my best friend. Surprise play of the week? I left my Steelers. I'm coming back to them. They had a bye week last week. I know they have the Saints at minus one and a half. I give the Saints, the uh, the Steelers, the chance to win this because they had a chance to have a heart-to-heart meeting together. And, and I just think, you know, Kenny Pickett's going to come out. He's going to come out. He's going to get it done. Let's, hey, here we go. Let's go. 
That's it. I love Done. it. I love it. The Steelers. Steelers know how to beat Andy Dalton. That's for sure. I'm going to get into the party before we wrap it up and tell you TCU plus seven by the half point to seven and a half against Texas. Lincoln Riley's brothers, the OC down there for the Horned Frogs, and they are mowing everyone down. I love that game on the college football slate. Gents, for Brandon Lang, for Cordell Stewart, I'm Joe Serralo. We'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.